Hey, this is Lou Mangello from WDW Radio, and you're listening to the Five-ish Fangirls Podcast. Let's do this. Tangents as we continue all the way to episode uh, 332. Goodness gracious. The numbers are getting so high. I'm struggling to keep track. This is why I write things down. 332 of the Five Ish Girls podcast. And I can't do a Russian accent. So, um, yeah, I'm not even going to try to quote anything with a Russian accent. Sorry. In Soviet Russia, accent yes. you. Yes, really. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't do. It ends up sounding like British slash Australian or something. <laughs> I want my void. Yeah, really. <laughs> moose, uh, moose and squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> just imagine. Just imagine. I just imagine. I have a Russian accent, and I just put on a really tight pair of pants. It still fits. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> everyone to this week's episode of the five ish fangirls podcast so glad you could join us let's start off like to remember from the virtual table and see who's joined us this week this is Brittany Troy. this is chrissy in salt lake city this is holly from wisconsin and this is rachel in mother russia no i'm kidding <laughs> i'm in indiana <laughs> Russia's too cold. Sorry. Yeah. Actually, it might be okay this time of year. Yeah. yeah, that's true. And I do like vodka. I want to put in the pot in on the Arctic Circle. <laughs> oh my! It's a Monday. <laughs> yeah. Today uh, yeah. has been very a very Monday. <laughs> Monday. Yeah. Preach it. Yes. Yeah. I gave my physical therapist early today. Today she was just like, she was just in a funky mood. She's like, I don't know what's gotten into me. And I'm like, I don't know. Trying to counteract the fact this Monday, I guess. I don't know. Case of the Mondays. Yeah. Don't don't off me into submission, please. (laughs) Yeah, really. Yeah. So. Any hoozles, we need to do the mood news. News. Oh my goodness. That's going to be one of those shows. <laughs> Bear with us, folks. We'll I, get there. I can speak English. Um, uh, convention news, because, uh, uh, well, we've been busy doing this, that, and the other thing, including me attending, me attending conventions. Salt Lake Fan X has been doing lots of guest announcements. Oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if Chrissy's been able to keep track. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm sitting here going, like, I, I'm sitting there like, oh, yeah, um, there's probably going to be some surprises for me, too. Yeah. Over here. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, they did that one uh yeah sure um but no yeah they've uh they've they've made some pretty pretty hefty announcements here i'm just pulling it up so yeah. i can get all it, of... a little bit of everything that's the thing that's the one thing that salt lake fan yeah. does is they do like a little bit of everything they, so they like, really yeah you know because we've already talked about like christopher eccleston but then they're like zachary quinto 
Yes. Ooh. So it's like Quinto is coming. The one, the one that I um oh shoot, their their website's having a bit of a of a hiccup. The one I was really excited about, and I don't know if everybody else is excited about, but I am. Uh Trina McGee, who if you do not know her, she was Angela in um um Boy Meets, Boy World. Meets World. Thank you. Oh, nice. So we've got her. Ooh. We've got uh, we've got Will Friedle, We got Ryder Strong and um, Mr. Feeney. What William Daniels? <laughs> but they, they were they were they were announced earlier. Yeah. So, so it's like yeah. for the people our age, it's like look, it's uh -huh. a Boy Meets World reunion, and yeah, for yes. your parents and your grandparents, it's a mash reunion. <laughs> yes, uh -huh. they are doing they are doing a mash reunion. <laughs> Jamie Farr. Yes. Nice. Hello, Clinger. <laughs> and hot lips. The red is Yes. Yep. So yeah, they 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 get they get some. It's just it's just interesting because you think of Comic Con and you think like oh you know you're gonna get Marvel actors or Doctor Who or you know certain voice actors and things like that. Well, and then they do have a lot of voice actors like Frank Welker, Peter Cullen. Um, your, your Twisted Tunes is going to be amazing. Yeah, Twisted Tunes is going to be so much fun. Because <laughs> you've got yeah. like all Ashley, of the Animaniacs. Stein, okay. Yeah, all the Animaniacs. Um, holy crap, yeah. Oh, uh, and yeah, Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> oh all, my goodness. Because ago, you can? Yeah, oh, well, <laughs> you know, a few years ago, we had an in-sync reunion, so why the heck not? Yeah, well, yeah. Nick, um, Nick was on The Masked Singer. That is true. In the last couple true. of seasons, so mm -hmm. I guess he's got that going for him. Yeah. So there's a lot of that. Uh, you know, Flash Gordon himself, Sam Jones. He's a staple. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he's been here before. But yeah, Mash reunion, we got them, and just yeah, it's 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 insane. And I mean, and they've been you know up you know. And they still uh, got plenty of time to announce even more because it's oh, not till oh, what September. Yeah, September. They they've been known to announce guests like the day before. Like the first one, I think they announced Stan Lee like a day before or a couple of days before. I can't remember. Yeah, precisely. Um, Henry Thomas, which if you do not remember, uh, Elliot from ET. Oh, nice. Which yeah, was like that's probably you know the biggest thing he's done. But you know, obviously now he's an adult, but. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, yeah, and some of the kids from Stranger Things, Adam Savage from MythBusters. So yeah, it's it's been they've been Which they've I been busy. just pick up Adam's book from the library today, so I'm really <laughs> excited to read that. Yeah. Ooh, so nice. You know, so yeah, they have been they have been busy little beavers over there at at FanX. I'm still trying to get you know figure out how much i need to save for a christopher eccleston autograph because i am getting one i'm going to need to my water <laughs> yes yes if nothing else because who knows when he'll be coming back around this, exactly. this way exactly yes. <laughs> let's see birthday christmas anniversary present <laughs> yes <laughs> mother's day throw that hey. all in there yeah it's like that's what i want <laughs> Um, but yeah, so so Fanex, very very excited. Lots of cool stuff going on. Like, th there's times that I'm just like, oh, you know, we've gone to we've gone to all of them. I mean, I think we could take a break one year, right? No, no, we can't. No, uh -huh. we cannot. <laughs> <laughs> so. Have you seen this guest list? <laughs> right, I know, I know. I was just like, in fact, we need to make sure because you know, 
we bought our tickets for last year, which obviously got canceled. So they should have rolled over to this year. I need to make sure that we're because yeah. we don't think they've they've sent them out yet. So hopefully they've got that figured out, and I don't have to panic just yet. It's just well, and I thought it was under the assumption if you didn't respond, they just automatically roll them over. I could well, be wrong. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that was that was what the thing said. It's just usually they send out like the 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 little envelope with all your wristbands and if you get a t-shirt or whatever else that uh, so but i mean it's just weird because last year we ordered them and it got canceled before they could well the pandemic happened before they started mailing stuff out um and then they did then they went ahead and canceled it and they said well we'll get you your stuff for next year Mm. so it's i'm sure i'm sure it's it's a little hectic over there trying to figure out everything which i mean planning i mean planning programming at the library is is huge and stressful and 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 quite the the logistical ordeal i cannot imagine how much more so it is for for a huge um comic-con like this so i i am not i'm not carping i'm not griping at them at all because i get it so anyway but yeah we're very we're very very excited for for fanix and it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time i'm excited for you (laughs) i'm gonna stand in line for christopher eccleston (laughs) and twisted tunes and twisted tunes yes like if you don't do anything else the entire convention just those oh yeah well yeah (laughs) i mean i've seen twisted tunes before i'm going to see it again like holy cow yeah i'm just you know i'm just right now like ah christopher eccleston's gonna be there yes so yes i will get i will we will we'll get in line early for twisted tunes because holy it's just so much fun yeah i mean you're gonna have two of the voices that i had in mind so yeah (laughs) yeah i will yeah because we've got jim cummings and like i said all the animaniacs i don't know if ashley Eckstein will be in that one but who knows because they just sometimes they pull i think she would be game for it i just don't know if she's ever done it yeah i'm trying to think because but i bet she would if they asked her Last time we we went uh, to to Twisted Tunes, they pulled they they got somebody, and I'm I'm like can't for the life of me remember who it was, but it wasn't a voice actor, but it was like another celebrity who, you know, actor sort of thing, and they just came and they were on the thing for for a scene of stuff, and you know you kind of tell they they weren't really a, you know used to voice acting, but they did their best, and it mm-hmm. was still fun. And, and they had a good time and so did everybody watching so i mean so yeah it's not just voice actors who who get get pulled into this it's it it, it seems like it's everybody and like the the guy who who kind of runs it he's just sort of comes up goes up to their table and say hey you want to do this and they're like sure mm-hmm. so i'm like kind of i would not be surprised if like william daniels showed up and did it that would be awesome. <laughs> oh, I remember who it was. It was John Reese Davies who came. And he, oh my he, god! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he has done voice acting, but you, yes. you know, yes. Oh. And I did. I don't remember. I cannot remember the details. Ooh, like, like who he played, but Hello, he was Jimmy. just. Hello, Paula. Yeah, like he. He just. I just remember him just having a blast with oh. it, and I mean, you think John Reese Davies? He's kind of this, you know. Uh, you know established veteran actor mm-hmm. you know very very kind of you know, dignified and whatever and no he was he was in it just like the rest of four. <laughs> i'm probably just grinning from ear to ear i can just uh, oh yeah <laughs> yes yes it was it was so much fun so much fun 
so I'm looking forward to it. And, you know, Artist Alley and seeing people that uh, haven't seen in more than a year, a year and a half. Uh, it looks like, uh, I don't know if this is the year you were talking about, in 2017, <laughs> they did Beauty and the Beast. Yes, yes, I remember that one. That Yeah, yeah we, we saw that one. Or no, wait. Oh, no, I saw that one. I saw that one on video because that was the year Alex was born uh, and we didn't go because yeah. he was born and then in they August did, and the thing. Uh, Star Wars episode seven in 2016. Yeah, I, I, th- I don't think I, I don't think that was like, I think that was the, one of the first times they did it. It would have been 19 and now I can't remember what it was. Yeah. Well, then there know. was a, a fan twisted tunes that they did in 2019 that i'm finding on youtube but anyway oh, okay so but still yeah <laughs> just there's a lot of they've been doing it at salt lake for several years so yeah yeah, yeah they have yeah. and and you know i don't know how they do it at other cons they put up they put it in the ballroom the the, the biggest room they've got because it just fills up yeah yeah that's awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Moving on to other things happening in September. Uh, September 19th is going to be the Emmy Awards. So we just had the nominations announced. And uh, thank goodness for the Emmy Awards. They're the closest mm-hmm. thing to mainstream <laughs> award ceremony that occasionally We'll give props to things we actually like. Uh-huh. Yeah, the boy, Academy. Yeah, no <laughs> yeah. kidding. You can, you at least as far as the Emmys are concerned, you can tell, you can see there's kind of a shift. Um, but they are like, more TV. This is going to be a year. Yay. Yeah, TV. I think TV <laughs> is a bit more forgiving as far as genre is concerned, as opposed yeah. to feature film. But still. Well, well, this and is, a lot of a lot of TV nowadays is fantasy, sci-fi, and you know, with Marvel with their yeah. with their thing, it's yeah. it's kind of like, well, that's what's that's what people are watching, or that's exactly. what's on. Exactly, there, yeah. there is there is some of that award bait sort of thing, but TV tends to do that less because they need to get ratings. They need to actually get people to watch. Right, the movies. Mm-hmm. It's like, well. Yeah, we want people to come watch and spend the money and that, but we, you know, we really just want the prestige and we'll just, well, it'll be a limited run or, mm-hmm. or something like that. So they kind of have ways to get around it. TV, no, it, it, it has to be on a channel that, like the channel wants people to tune in and to watch. They're not just going to put some, mm-hmm. you know, artsy fartsy thing on there to say, or, or oh. streaming. It doesn't even or matter if it's yeah. regular TV. A lot of these are streaming. Well, yeah. Shows. Well, and, well, same with streaming is they want, subscribers so if they have all these things that are going to draw people into and and to subscribe then yeah they so you know same thing rate whether it's ratings or or subscribers it's it all kind of falls under the same umbrella yeah yeah so um the emmys they do separate drama versus comedy which is Whatever. probably for the best. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, <laughs> it's two uh, very different things. Yeah, that is true. Um, but outstanding drama series, The Crown, of course. Yay. Mm-hmm. The Mandalorian. <laughs> Which this season, yeah, it uh-huh. deserves it. I'm not just saying that because of, you know, a, fa- a fangirlish 
thing. But. Yes. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, several acting nominations for The Crown, including Josh O'Connor for Lead Actor Drama Series, Emma Corrin, Olivia Coleman for The Crown as well. Um, do, 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 Tobias Men Menzes for The Crown for a supporting actor. Jillian Anderson, Helena Bonham Carter, Emerald Fennell for The Crown for Supporting Actress. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, let's see. Uh, comedy, not so much. They're uh, outstanding limited series, so not a full season of television. Uh, WandaVision. <laughs> Hello. Gosh, yes. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, holy crap, really? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to complain because I enjoyed WandaVision for the most part. And I'm like, oh, so wow, yay. Yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> outstanding lead actor in a limited series or movie, Paul Bettany for WandaVision. <laughs> outstanding lead actress in a limited series or movie, Elizabeth Olsen for WandaVision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, Catherine Hahn gets yes. Yeah, Catherine Hahn for supporting actress in a limited series or movie for WandaVision. <laughs> so um outstanding guest actor in a drama series uh charles dance for the crown uh timothy oliphant for the mandalorian carl weathers for the mandalorian this one i don't understand and even the person nominated does not understand why yes. they got nominated don mm -hmm. cheadle happened in the winter soldier he's in it for like two minutes it's like he's yeah. only in the one the the one He's in the very first episode, in like the very start of the, the episode, and he's really a of, he's in there as really the only other black Avenger to go to to go up to Sam Wilson and, and essentially be like, "Hey, you're black. I'm black. As one black Avenger to another, you should have kept the damn shield, Sam." Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. uh, I wonder because I mean it is guest. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like Carl Weathers, he's like in, in season one, he was a main character. Right. Yeah. yeah. But and then he was more supporting, but he still did more in The Mandalorian than Don yes. Cheadle did in Falcon and yeah. the Winter Soldier. Uh, I know. More, I wonder. It's more of like a slightly more than a cameo. Yeah, really. Yeah. Definition. I, I wonder Even if. Even Don like, Cheadle does not understand why he got nominated for this. Yeah, I kind of wonder if maybe. This is one of those things like, oh, we should have nominated him or for, for something else and we didn't like last year or the year before. So this is our this is our makeup thing. Yeah, yeah. I guess. <laughs> like what the but, heck? But, and, but the thing is really though, like, some love. Here I would I would have been totally okay pulling Don Cheadle out and putting someone else in for guest actor in a drama for anything else. Yeah. Doesn't mm -hmm. matter what. And then in the outstanding guest actress in a drama series that we should have put julia louise dreyfus in there yes as valentina mm, yes. Yeah. as valentina <laughs> so yeah. i mean yeah she was in it more than yeah because they put claire foy in there for the crown which yeah i mean we had that little back that flashback of her as young elizabeth given that 
speech after her father dies while they're in mm-hmm. out of the country um so i mean that was an emotional moment i i can kind of understand that but again she wasn't really in it a lot yeah it the, the, charles the, dance uh, did more in the crown <laughs> yeah the, the the guest actor thing that that's kind of an odd yeah category but yeah. Eh. it's like i would just i would just like put someone else in the in the guise sorry claire foy as much as i love you pluck her out and should have put julie louise dreyfus in there for falcon and the winter soldier so mm-hmm. but that's just me oh well mm-hmm. these, these these award things are still borked yeah 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 that's yeah a little I'd bit say. yeah <laughs> yeah but other than that, it's really amazing to see mm-hmm. WandaVision, yes. Falcon and Winter Soldier, and the Mandalorian yeah. in there <laughs> several yeah. times. Although, although I, I gotta say, I gotta and they're say, not for like technical categories. <laughs> yeah. Although I will say, if uh, if outs- if WandaVision doesn't get outstanding production design for the, for the half hour narrative program uh there's something wrong there's something wrong because i mean every episode you're doing a different um you know era of television Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. like doing all those all those little the thing all the things that they did we watched the up we watched the show and and yeah you know if they tried to do see to another series it would seem gimmicky but for one one season it was so cool and just how well yes. they did it and it wasn't i mean even even in terms of a marvel thing it was so unique because marvel never done it i don't think anybody would ever done anything no. like that and to come up with theme songs for each yes episode right? for the era that they were in i mean yeah that's not easy folks <laughs> Even like yeah. behind the scenes stuff, I, they were yeah. talking about like. Even yeah, like WandaVision has like, 23 uh, nominations, yeah. if you include all the technic- technicals, outstanding yes. period and or character makeup non-prosthetic, music nice. compos- composition for a limited or anthology series, original yes. music and lyrics, yes. which is for specifically breaking the fourth wall agatha mm-hmm. all along <laughs> i'm surprised at all surprise, yeah. surprise. that's still stuck in my head outstanding yeah, main title theme music so yeah yeah it's... sound editing sound mixing production design visual effects casting <laughs> so yeah wait a minute yeah i'm just i'm just scrolling down the list here they have a category for outstanding commercial <laughs> what? what yeah they do <laughs> outstanding commercial uh hey. Air- airpods pro this is these are nominees airpods pro for, for apple airpods alexa's body um, amazon alexa it already does that apple watch series six better mamba forever nike you can't <laughs> stop us nike you love me beats by dre i have not seen any of these ads because i don't watch <laughs> network tv Neither I do I. Streaming, but I'm like, you have a category for outstanding commercial at the Emmys. Okay, <laughs> whatever. I'm just. I would. Would have. I know they wouldn't, but it would have been hilarious if they if they voted for um if they nominated one of the ones from WandaVision. 
Yeah. I mean, I know oh, they that won't. Would but that would be so that would be. Oh my gosh, this is just so... <sighs> The Emmys are special. They're special, yes. Uh-huh. Sorry, I, I, I had to I had to derail the whole thing for that because I was yeah. just like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I bet you any money that award for the best commercial is going to happen when during a commercial break. Oh, probably. <laughs> These are the words yes, that were handed. Probably. The technical ones, they usually don't, except yeah, for like, camera. yeah, except for maybe some of like the music ones. So, yeah. but yeah, for the most part. So, but yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. This. <laughs> WandaVision getting all these not I, I mean I'm glad I, I love mm-hmm. WandaVision mm-hmm. just how how clever and, and everything it, it was and so you know oh outstanding main title design WandaVision oh my gosh if WandaVision doesn't win that again, yeah there's yeah. something wrong here yep but I, I am I am I'm really glad that Mandalorian's got a lot of really good mm-hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. Yep. You got a few dogs in the fight. <laughs> yes. At least this time around, uh-huh. we can actually be like, you know, like, I know that oh. thing. I watched that thing. So, I, I like that thing. They, for, the, for that, are they focusing on one? Yeah. What was that? You kind of glitched there, Brit. Yeah. Yep. Right? Hmm? Hello? Hello? Oh, I was just, I was just green. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Just checking. Yep. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. So, that is, uh, that's what's happening with that. Yeah. So, can't really complain there. No, <laughs> no, indeed. When the Emmys were announced, I'm scrolling through the Facebook feed. I'm like, what? What? Cool. What? <laughs> huh? Pinch? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Little bit. <laughs> you know, doing the Ken Young. Okay. What day is it? It's not April Fools, is it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't toy with my emotions. Yeah, really. So, and well, I guess end- we'll find out in mid-September whether. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'll say this. Placating us. Yeah, mm-hmm. I will say this. They definitely loved the the episode in Mandalorian, the, the Jedi. Because yeah. that episode. Uh, gee, I wonder why. Gee, I wonder. Yeah, right? yeah I know. Uh, all right. Well, moving on. Speaking of TV, uh, if you saw my, I made a couple of posts Saturday evening, which is, I think I'm still tired from my adventure Saturday evening, uh, was the uh, local TV premiere because uh, it's on TV here in Indianapolis on one of our local stations, but you can go online and watch it on YouTube. Um, but Saturday night was the local TV premiere of Paranormal Crossroads. Uh, 
um, which is the show that uh, KJ uh, started working on over the pandemic. Um, so cool. we, she had a, they hosted a, a premiere watch party at a restaurant and bar downtown Indianapolis. The show airs locally at midnight on Saturday nights. Uh, so it was kind of a late night <laughs> for Chauncey and I. Maybe not so much for Chauncey, but definitely for me. He's the night owl. Um, but it was pretty awesome to be there and, and celebrate with with KJ and uh, her her co-hosts. Well, one of her co-hosts was there. Uh, the other one, unfortunately, could not physically be there. Um, and um, yeah, just be part. Just be part of that. You know, watch the watch the episode. You know see people's reactions and and everything you know as it's as it's happening and it's, it's cool it's very cool um so like i said you can if you're not local you can go online and watch it link will be in the show notes but that was really cool to to be able to go to that and, and support her in that and see some of the other uh kind of nerdy girls again even though we just saw each other last weekend at popcon <laughs> <laughs> and uh uh brad from uh creative zombie studios uh who graciously ho you know has a, a booth every year for us to crash at uh, the podcast indie folks uh and brandon was there brandon peters multi popcon podcast award winner brandon peters uh <laughs> Apparently, I threw down the gauntlet in it inadvertently, and so yeah. I'm just taking my challenge seriously. <laughs> yeah, except the thing is that we're not in the same category as him. Gold that standard is... <laughs> is in the same category as him. So I, I know. I'm like you. You threw down the gauntlet for on my behalf, I guess. I suppose. I don't know. I didn't. <laughs> that's not what I meant. <laughs> I, I guess as a fellow Southgate Media Group, you know podcast we're well backing each other up i guess sure we'll go with that <laughs> so i was like i was meaning on sorry nick i didn't mean to speak for you guys <laughs> nick and zan <laughs> yeah, it's okay. uh, so but it was fun it was a late night but it was fun um so and speaking of gold standard uh our late this month's patreon exclusive episode is now up there available for those that uh, either join the Gold Standard Patreon or the Southgate Media Group Patreon. Either one works. Um, I guess it just depends on whether you want just Gold Standard or if you want any and all Southgate Media Group Patreon exclusives. Because um, there's also the first episode of their like one-on-ones. One, one on I think Rob's probably still playing with the title. Um, uh, where he's interviewing individual podcasters from the Southgate Media Group, and I happen to be his guinea pig and be the first person, so that is also <laughs> available in the Southgate Patreon feed. So you will you can get content like that if you're not necessarily show specific. It, it helps regardless of who's who you're giving your money to. But anyway, gold standard. This one's Patreon in the feeds. Holly's on there. She was she requested it as one of our patrons, um, but then she also joined us to talk Raiders of the Lost Ark, which was lots of fun. So, 
Holly, it's been so long since I talked to you. It seems like it was yesterday. Uh, so there is that. And also my chat with KJ from PopCon is also in the regular Five-ish Fangirls feed um, for as a little extra squeeze. So all sorts of stuff to listen to. Isn't that exciting? Yes. All we of love you all, all of you who like have mindless jobs and need something to look to listen to. We oblige. Mm -hmm. Yep. yep. Um, so that is it for the news. We got some feedback from Shalane. Nice. Um, and she says she is also excited for What If. It looks awesome. Yes, it does. She loves Captain Carter's outfit. She wants to cosplay as that. I think we're going to see a lot of Captain Carter's. Yeah. <laughs> you are correct. So, you got the occasional one when they re when the comic series came out, mm -hmm. um, but now that it's going to be more mainstream, I, I think we're going to see a lot uh, more variations of of Peggy. Uh, right. So, um, and she's also happy that we got most of the MCU actors to come and do the voices, including Chadwick, who was able to do T'Challa one more time before we lost him. So, um, she also really likes the animation. Animation. She really likes the uh, colors and textures um, of the animation style. Um, and then uh, she met, uh, talking about voice actors, um, she met Rob Paulson, who was pinky to Maurice's brain at Salt Lake Comic Con uh, back in, she thinks it was 2015. And it, they all, it, start, it they all start to blend together after a while. Yeah, <laughs> I understand that. It, it was. So that was the year I took her. And that was that was the year or you know, the other the fan X before Jared and I got married. That's yeah. how I remember. Ah, there you go. <laughs> um, and then uh, she mentions that she too is behind on Power Rangers and also behind on My Little Pony. Um, and she's like, I should have watched those while we were in the pandemic, but don't worry, she'll get there. <laughs> Honestly, there was so much to watch during the pandemic that it's like, I mean, yeah, you sit there and you're like, well, I don't have, you know, I've got all this time, but even mm -hmm. then you're like i got a big stack of stuff so. you got a big stack of stuff and then you find out you go back to the ones that you've watched for mm -hmm. however many times in a row which Ex there's nothing yes. wrong with that don't get exactly. me wrong exactly i, yeah. I <laughs> literally in i literally on one side of me where i'm sitting right now at this desk to my left i have four dvds to my right i have three books <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it's like it's like that there, there's that meme that goes around and it's that you said you say okay before the pandemic all i need is just one like like a, like two uninterrupted weeks where i can just sit here and you know clean the house and get things get things straightened up and after the pandemic nope that wasn't the problem nope, nope. <laughs> not at all <laughs> First world problems, so. though. Indeed. Support your local library, people. Uh, <laughs> Please do. Yes. 
And I'm not just saying that because one of my best friends and her husband are both librarians. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know how it is in in your neck of the woods, but uh, we're get we're gearing up for programming in the fall. So check with your library, see if they're starting to do in person stuff again. Because mm-hmm. I know at our at, at my branch we've got a lot of cool stuff coming up, and I'm like, please people show up because I don't want people <laughs> to think, oh, there's nothing going on. No, there there is. <laughs> so. Please, please come to our things that we're planning because we're really working hard on it. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you, Shalane, for uh, your feedback. We appreciate it. Indeed. All right, so moving on to this week's main topic. So, sound the spoiler alarm just in case. Yeah. Uh, but we are going to be talking about, uh, finally, our return to the Marvel Cinematic Universe in the actual cinema uh-huh. with Black Widow. About time she gets her own film. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This definitely needed to right? happen like six years ago. Yes. yes. And I was just watching a YouTube video and um they were explaining i can put a link to it in the show notes but they were they were explaining just a little um i'd actually seen a twitter thread that actually went into quite a bit of detail about this but up until i think civil war uh-huh. which like it was obviously by the time we got was it Thor or Captain America first Avenger when Disney bought everything Mm -hmm. yeah Um, but even though Disney had it Kevin Feige was not the person at the top as far as like giving the green light on what would and could be made Uh Um, it was actually this other guy whose name I don't remember now Um, but apparently he was this old crotchety white guy that didn't want to like push the envelope at all Uh. as far as trying new things uh, for the Marvel films. So when Kevin Feige came in, but wasn't in the position he's in now, he was trying to push a Black Widow movie. Uh uh, Like as soon as she made her debut in Iron Man 2. Yeah. Because she came out because the the audience reception was so positive to her Mm -hmm. so kevin feige is like look the audience really likes black widow we should consider making a movie with just her and this crotchety old guy at the top of the ladder is like no people don't want to see women-led movies even in Um, superheroes a certain um director (laughs) with an eye patch you made a stupid decision. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Although, exactly. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, although, yeah. to be fair to the crotchety old guy, mm-hmm. I'll give him a little bit of slack because up until then, you we'd had such stinkers as Electra and Catwoman, and yeah. and the and at that time, comic book movies were still kind of like Marvel was gearing up, but they hadn't quite crested the hill yet. So, but honestly, I think it should have come out after um, Captain America Winter Soldier is when Mm -hmm. they should have done the Black Widow movie. Because by then, Crouchy Old White Dude is like, 
eh, he's he's long gone. I'm like we don't even remember his name. Right. <laughs> yeah. And it's like or you kind of should at least right after. Yeah. I mean, I mean, honestly, Captain Marvel should not have been the first female-led superhero movie. I'm just, I'm just flat out gonna say it. It should have been Black Widow. Should have been the first one from Marvel. Yeah. From yeah. Marvel is to yeah. to do that, but. It, it it just it sucks. It's, it's politics. We, it's it's. I know. Yeah. I know. It's studio Hollywood, politics. Hollywood, uh, as as much as they try to be all progressive and whatever, they're they're the worst offenders of of any kind of ism or whatever you want to you want to guess. So mm-hmm. you know, just keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah. So eventually, crouchy little white guy gets the boot. Kevin Feige gets put at the top of the food chain and that's when things finally start cooking because like this guy didn't want even this guy didn't want Black Widow to have her own he didn't want to do Black Panther oh my word either Mm. (laughs) so yeah as much as we're all like oh Kevin Feige is a genius I don't think a lot of people realize that he was not the top of the food chain until like five years ago Mm-hmm. yeah he's it's that <laughs> so yeah so don't get too worked up and like you said studio yeah. politics there's a lot of that garbage i think kevin's he is at the top of the food chain well yes yes yeah. now. We're, yeah. we're all grateful now yeah, yeah. Like, we've got somebody at the top of the food mm-hmm. chain who's willing to push uh-huh. the envelope is willing to try new things you know it's is... it's it's all these there's these people who are just no this is how we do things this is how we make money yeah. this is how it all works and they don't like get beyond beyond it at all and yeah. you have to wait till they retire or die mm-hmm. before you can do anything and again hollywood is the worst for this because they just it's it's like government almost they just sit there and you can't get rid of them mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. And, and no matter what you do or who you talk to or what 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 thing you bring up you know they just they sit there mm-hmm. and they just are a pain in the butt mm-hmm. yep. they're like this is the way it's always been done <laughs> this if is it ain't, if it ain't broke don't fix it and we're all well, over if, here like even it if it's broken even if it <laughs> is broke because i want to keep my cushy little corner office job mm-hmm. and and all my little and all my little peccadillos that uh you know, nobody's gonna nobody's gonna complain about because I'm this this so and so from this studio, and I make all this money, mm-hmm. and you don't dare cross me. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. So for anybody that's yeah, that's why it's taken so long for Black Widow to get her movie. Obviously, the pandemic we would have seen it sooner. Yes, mm-hmm. but I mean the yeah. movie went into production when it did because we finally got people in charge with the like yes people want this let's give the people what they want also <laughs> what wonder woman uh helps the studio yeah not that the yeah. studio not be oh i'll skittish about it because the studios like i said they're they're like about five or ten years behind the rest of us yeah hey look what dc did Mm-hmm. And DC and DC's the one that's supposed to like suck because they screwed up <laughs> Superman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got Wonder Woman right. 
Yeah. <laughs> and that is in no way a dig against Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill's amazing. It's not his fault. Yeah. But, you know, no. No. Man of Steel was kind of. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. But and even like even DC, I think is kind of a good example of like your non-mainstream characters. Because mm-hmm. like like for me you know i don't care about box office numbers but for me like dc's best movies are wonder woman and shazam i love shazam is like guardians of the galaxy equivalent Mm -hmm. of just like the most random of like kind of obscure character but they did it so well (laughs) exactly Mm -hmm. exactly it was fun and you cast zach zachary levi in the title role and he had a blast exactly Anyway, back to Black Widow. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> we got out in the weeds here because I, yeah. it's it's kind it's of it's, yeah. it, yeah. it, it, it's it's something that's stuck in my craw because I'm just like, really, guys, really, yeah, uh, whatever. Yeah. Especially since we know what happened to her in um, in Endgame, but you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where's the big friendly which red? Which even that, it, yeah. That that's not even really we're gonna with that that's something that's not even has like a pin stuck in it. Like, okay, that story is done. Like that story. So yeah. but we'll get to that. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> First that we need will... to talk about the main part of the movie, yeah. which although I will if, say if with... we didn't like Valentina to begin with and went Falcon and Winter Soldier, we've got a little more reason not to like her now, which yeah. we will get to. <laughs> yeah, although I, I was just gonna say like you know, with all the with all the shenanigans with uh with with Loki, which I I won't spoil there, but uh, it's like you you could have reset it and brought her back, but mm, whatever. <laughs> or Brittany, Brittany. <laughs> that that that's Brittany doing her very best. Domo arigato, Mister Robato. That's Brittany saying. Hey, guess what? It's raining where I live, oh, yeah. and therefore the internet decides to freak out. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm so sorry, Brittany. Uh, sucks living not, in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I'm not making fun of you, Brittany. I'm making fun of your crappy internet and your story. We've all been there. <laughs> yes. We have indeed. Yeah. Oh. All right. So, Black Widow, uh, the main plot. This, this, the it takes place solidly right after Civil War. Like it picks up what, like two, three weeks after the yeah. end, of, end of Civil War, um, uh-huh. and Natasha is on the run because she's in violation of the Sokovia Accords. Uh, we get a nice appearance by pain in the ass Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross. Yep, um, who hated a butt a dink as ever. <laughs> yes, and looks awful. I really hope that the way he looked was like something that William Hurt was doing for something else, and they just wrote that in why he looks so emaciated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I hope I hope that's something he was doing for a role, and that's not something that's actually going on with him in real life. Um, exactly, he looks awful. But they like, or you know, they just write that in. Like apparently, <laughs> that, that Thunderbolt Ross has had to had like his second triple bypass surgery. Yeah, <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know, just just the way she does that slight little dig. It's like, mm. yeah, she's got, she's got your number. Yes. <laughs> oh, 
but so she takes off to Norway of all places mm-hmm. um and uh is out in the I mean, it's beautiful they actually filmed in Norway for some of it so it's a beautiful place um and is in hiding but uh, her I guess living off the grid <laughs> in the woods mm-hmm. in the middle of Norway um doesn't last very long because she gets tied up in with the black widows because what we have first the whole movie starts with this flashback to the mid 90s when natasha was like 10 ish 10 Mm -hmm. 11 something like that and then her younger quote-unquote sister is several years younger um and you see them with their quote-unquote parents uh-huh. <laughs> this is all just a front which yep. plays right into even even in the 90s even though we were kind of post the cold war red scare there was still this like there could be like russian communist operatives like your next door neighbor could really be a secret russian spy Mm-hmm. you know here and that's literally what this is they're all they're not genetically related they have been thrown together because the, all the women are part of the black widow program and then the dad is uh he, the, a russian equivalent of captain america essentially yeah with super soldier powers um mm-hmm. So they really are a family of Russian spies living next door in the middle of Ohio. (laughs) And they get found out. (laughs) So so they go to go on the run and the girls get taken back to the Red Room uh, Mm -hmm. to continue their training. Um, And that really, that opening, especially with like the opening credits with that, like really like, really like, yeah, it's uh, like this just Yervana's really like, like forlorn, oh. sad cover of Smells Like Teen Spirit. Um, it fits. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, it was the mid 90s, is what, you know, mm-hmm. the one that opening is set. So yeah, it, it makes sense. But just, yeah, this cover is just like, and the, like the, the flashes of like, you know, these girls, you know, that are like, you know, probably most of them have not even hit puberty yet and younger being crated back to the red room in these shipping containers and you know they're they're all dirty and just ugh, whole things just or awful so mm-hmm. like they get they've just given us little bits and pieces of the black widow program in some of the movies and in season two of asian carter so yeah, back and rewatch season two of Agent Carter. Uh, <laughs> now, was the Red Room ever brought up in Agents of Shield at all? Not that I remember. No. Okay. I yeah. I'm just. It's been a while since I've watched that, and I couldn't remember yeah, if there I, was. Or I don't yeah. think so. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it was. It was. It was even uncovered in Agent Carter. So, um, <laughs> which is scary uh mm-hmm. so um uh, so but yeah uh, so obviously natasha got out of being a black widow uh when she defected uh when uh she meets up with clint and supposedly um and 
instead of killing her, he decided to bring her in and see if they could, you know, make her a shield agent instead. Um, so, but her sister, uh, grown up, played by Florence Pugh, who is amazing. Yes. And hilarious. I love (laughs) She is so entertaining in this. Um, Is uh, Yelena um, is uh, still part of the Black Widow program, but um, ends up getting deprogrammed because unlike when Natasha and prior you know, up through like Natasha's time, because we know the Black Widow program has been going on for a long, long time. Again, season two of Agent Carter. Um, but they had been doing the kind of brainwashing with like the repetitive, like that was brought up in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay. Um, the, the brainwashing when uh, Simmons went undercover at Hydra, remember? Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. maybe what I was remembering. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the same type of the same type of programming, um, that, um, we the yeah. So similar type of programming where they would just mentally wear them down to the point where they could plug back in. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the information that they want them programmed with. Um, mm-hmm. but now the, the Black Widow program has realized that they can go one step ahead of that. Thanks to Natasha's, you know, pseudo mother who has figured out how you can chemically reprogram someone and make them completely compliant to any order, um, which we see later in the movie when she is able to command one of her pigs to stop breathing and it does oh (laughs) to the point that it almost dies from you Mm -hmm. know lack of oxygen uh so they they've like we can go even further and really program these girls chemically but there's an antidote out there and that's what yelena gets exposed to and it immediately breaks the programming um so um and because that she sends the antidote to um, the uh, safe house in Budapest, thinking nobody uses that one anymore, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it would be a safe place to keep it. Except that Natasha's friend <laughs> uh, Mason, <laughs> who went and picked up the just happened to go to that that safe house pick up the mail and brought mm-hmm. it to natasha <laughs> so. yeah it, little did he know that the that the mail would be tracked <laughs> yeah 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 just, and, and, and like you get it like that he's like oh yeah that's the mail from the budapest and i'm like ah budapest I know. I was so happy to hear that one. I'm like, are we finally gonna know what yes. happened? And Budapest? we do. We get to learn about Budapest because yeah, I'm like Natasha. It's Budapest. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so we get to fill in the blanks for Budapest. And if you remember from the first Avengers movie, when Loki 
speaking of Loki, mm -hmm. is yeah. taunting <laughs> Natasha while he's in his little glass cage and mm -hmm. like, you know, the hospital fire, blah, 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 blah. Dracoff's daughter. Uh-huh. Ding. <laughs> yep. That is the thread that we are going to cover go down. Yep. So it turns out that the whole thing in Budapest, Budapest, uh, with Clint was it was Natasha's last assignment to make her an official shield agent is this guy, Drakoff, who is the not only a Russian general, but the head of the Red Room uh -huh. needs to be eliminated. Um, and um, they uh, uh, end up using Drakoff's daughter as bait to figure out where he is. Um, and in the process, they blow pretty much all of Budapest up. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. just to try and make sure um and so that's what happened at budapest was them blowing shit up essentially yeah but that's also Drakov's daughter who uh -huh. at the time they thought was just uh a casualty of assassinating Drakov. you know she's like uh -huh. you know, yeah she was technically an innocent but you know it, mm -hmm. it is it is what it is you know because Nata natasha has to be very like emotionally detached from those mm -hmm. things um so um yeah the shield audition went yeah somewhat smoothly but well they thought that they were successful that's the problem yeah, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. they thought they killed drakov yeah. and in in the process killed drakov's daughter turns out they didn't kill either yeah you know as soon as elena said did you check the did you check the body did you verify drakov was actually dead? i'm like oh crap yeah, natasha's yeah. like there was no body to inspect i'm like uh and that means he got up and walked up exactly yeah. Yeah. first rule of the mcu <laughs> yeah. was there a body and a funeral and even then check the casket yeah, and even then check the okay, caskets <laughs> and even DNA then testing. yeah and even then it may not Dental matter records all of yes. it because yeah. the only the only person in marvel that's died and has stayed dead is uncle ben <laughs> pretty so. much yeah yep. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, and sometimes I wonder, him. like, maybe he'll they'll bring him back as some kind of, I don't know. Well, <laughs> I mean, if we're, if, we're, if, we're, if we're getting essentially, like, the end of the Spider-Verse in live action form, then yeah, we are probably going to get some version of Uncle Ben. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. The MCU characters, some of the MCU characters have the lifespans of the Winchester brothers. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Right. <laughs> A little bit. Little bits. Uh, so that's essentially the entire plot is they need to take down Drakov and help you and use the actually make sure Drakov is actually dead this time and try to free the Black Widows that have gone under this chemical, yeah. you know, brainwashing essentially 
um, with the antidote. Yeah, with the antidote that the antidote that they have. So Natasha has to to team up with her sister, who there's a bit of bad bad blood between them because you know it's like oh because Yelena's like well you got to defect and go to the United States and become an Avenger and like your face is on like magazines and stuff and I was stuck here in Russia brainwashed mm-hmm. doing all of this stuff yep. <laughs> you got the better end of the deal um but again Florence Pugh hilarious especially when she's poking <laughs> at Natasha it's like you're such a poser <laughs> And and I'm thinking of all the other characters and other, you know, in the MCU and other TV shows that we've watched, Mm -hmm. that they have this certain pose. So basically, you could do memes with all these other characters doing the certain pose, and then Yelena's, you're such a poser. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and you know, get like Yelena and like Deadpool together and be like superhero oh, landing, you know. Yeah. Oh <laughs> there's a goodness, difference. Would... There's a difference between the superhero landing and Natasha's poses. Because <laughs> yeah. especially the one she does when they're in that little like convenience store and she gets down with her with the one leg out and she's flipping her mm-hmm. hair around, which is exactly what she did in Iron Man 2. Yes. <laughs> and she's taking down the guys. Yes. <laughs> so. Trying to save Happy's bacon. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of funny because I actually did wind up having a chance to see this in the theater. A college friend had called me and she's just like, well, hey, I'm in, I'm at our college town, I have tickets. The other two people that I was going to go with couldn't make it. Do you and your mom want to come have dinner and meet? Oh, sure. And mom was like, okay, sweet. Um, she had, and she's seen some Marvel stuff and she's just like, okay, what can we watch? And it's like, I'm deep, and I was debating. I'm just like, I'm like, we'll probably only have time for two movies. So I showed her the main Avengers and Age of Ultron and she's just like what's the deal with that pose and it's like Iron Man 2 she's like, I think I kind of remember that one like, I'll show you that one later and then you'll get the joke yeah. <laughs> she's like we're going to cut it close if we want to try to binge all the Black Widow movies yeah, <laughs> so right. yeah. a little bit though but Oh, my goodness. So funny. So, but then in the process of they realize that they're going to need even more help between, you know, not just the two of them. So they have to go and rescue their dad, Alexei, from Russian prison. Yeah, in the middle of like, you know, nowhere, Mm -hmm. Serbia. Yeah. uh, Siberia. 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 Something like that. Uh, which Serbia yeah. is very different. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It was just, it was cold. There was lots of snow. Um, somewhere I would not want to be because I yeah. don't like this. I don't like the cold. So, um, but uh, played by David Harper, which I was joking with. Uh, with uh, I was joking with somebody. I think at PopCon because uh, obviously this opened. Popcorn weekend, and we we're like, "Yeah, David Harbor. His Venn diagram is uh, uh, having a beard, yep, and 
being stuck in Russia. Yep. <laughs> it works for both this oh, and the upcoming season of Stranger Things. Because Britt and I were just like, we had chance. <laughs> I was waiting for the Hopper uh, Stranger Things joke. Like, yeah. hey, you remind me of someone down the hall. <laughs> Well, and I think I think we all thought that when we even when we saw the trailer, we're like, oh, that, yep, yeah, okay, that like that was Hopper in in the Russian prison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the facial hair that he has in this movie is for Hopper in the upcoming yeah. season of Stranger Things. Yeah. So he just yeah. put on a ton of weight <laughs> for Fat Alexi, and then uh, the, they filmed the '95 mid 90s stuff where he's younger and doesn't have a beard which looks really odd yes it doesn't have to be like the unkempt beard but just nope. david harbour without facial hair is just weird yes um, and then he lost like 60 pounds for like the the mid 90s stuff um and i guess in theory back to hopper weight <laughs> for yeah. anything else coming up um so not want to ch challenge alexi to a uh, arm wrestling match and try to contradict him on history yeah that's no. gonna end well no indeed it's not yeah. he's made himself like king of the castle at this prison yeah. mm -hmm. and just beats everybody at arm wrestling and tells all these crazy stories he's telling this crazy story about how he beat captain america with his own shield yeah. during the time when cap was still on ice <laughs> but but now it's just like okay now which cap is it did we did cap take a little side trip when we turning the stones and bumped into alexi and they that's true that is very oh. very true i never thought of it. that that's a good thing holly i love it so we might not be lying as, as as much as we think, right? Yeah, maybe That's smart. I did not think of that. Uh, but he's he's the Red Guardian, which is yeah. Russia's answer to Captain America, but different from the Winter Soldier program, mm -hmm. where they're all like trained assassins. Mm -hmm. Like he's like the Red Guardian with the fancy costume more like propaganda yeah mm -hmm. as opposed to in the shadows mm -hmm. uh, so insert but, insert the soviet union uh, national anthem here yeah YouTube it. it's 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 a it's a thing it's yeah. a trip mm -hmm. <laughs> surely someone has done like a cover of like the captain america theme with like russian instruments <laughs> or that 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 style of the deep yeah mother russia yeah glory like great country. on the roof yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> this is the topo version yes and if somebody's not proud. done that get on it uh right yep uh yeah, so they gotta go. They gotta break him out of prison. Which <laughs> I love that. That seems oh, so action-packed, hilarious. Yeah, it was great. And, yeah. and and Matt and Elena are just so done after trying to get him out. It's like, can we toss him out the window? Elevation's not high enough. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I, my mind immediately flashed to a, sorry, this will be the last supernatural reference, I'm hoping. The <laughs> Sam and Dean, when they meet Bella, is like, can we shoot her? Not in public. <laughs> 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 you know, it was just, it was just that kind of <laughs> And Alexis is like, gee, thanks. It's like, I'm, <laughs> I'm right they here. Have, it's like, they're, they're like, it's like, at this point, like, the the entire prison is like gone nuts so it's yes. not like they can like it's not like they can just turn around and be like ah eh, forget it because nope. they know well, that they're there but they're seriously yeah. regretting coming <laughs> well yeah. and then not to mention the fact that yelena started the avalanche after yes. she got clipped by sniper fire so basically yeah. they pretty much have to <laughs> go yeah. i didn't let the whole this is a cool way to die. Yeah. <laughs> Several times Yelena's like, oh, this would be a cool way to die. <laughs> I guess when I you're a Black did... Widow, you think about ways you can die a lot I, and yeah. whether they're I cool or not. Yeah, yeah. I would have loved to have Yelena meet Tony Stark. That would have been... <laughs> Yeah, the, the, that would have been something. Yeah. The the well, the, well, the rumor a, mill had been that Robert Downey Jr. was gonna make an appearance in this movie oh. as Tony Stark. I don't know where that came from, but it oh, it man. stuck around for quite a while. So oh. I was half expecting it. Uh huh. Just in case, although I probably would have cried too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But he doesn't. He does get name dropped. Well, there, mm-hmm. there's a there's a what if scenario that they should add into that show. Yeah, yeah. I don't know in what capacity, other than the fact that if they, I guess if they had taken that thread of, I think it was Yelena or maybe Alexi that was all like, why don't you take the antidote to one of your your Avenger friends like Tony Stark and right. see what they can, you know, one of the scientist Avengers and see what they can do with it. I guess if they decided to go ahead and like do something with that possibly um Uh then maybe that's how rdj could have shown up but i don't see how it would have made sense with the way things went in here so as much as i would have loved to see him on the screen again r.a.p tony stark uh yeah uh, it is what it is (laughs) um so yeah so three out of the four are are brought back together um and then they're finally reunited with mom yeah and yeah, before mom, before the meetup before the meetup with mom you know alexi is just praising how strong natasha and yelena yeah. are and it's just and he's just like why are you acting so cold and it's just like do you realize what they did to us in the red room and mm-hmm. that just the detail that Yelena is going into to make Alexi so uncomfortable and just like yep yeah you, you remember that you, conversation that uh, Natasha and Bruce had in Age of Ultron mm-hmm. when Bruce was all like you know I can't give you because they were at, kids at, yeah they were at, at Clint's house you know, mm-hmm. Clint's wife is pregnant and everything. And he's like, you know, I can't give you this. And, you know, Natasha's all like, well, I couldn't even if I wanted it. And, yeah. they, you know, they keep, they, they, they keep it 
subtle, but you know, in this they you could read between the lines. <laughs> yeah, but in this they just I mean they're not like I mean it's kind of graphic, but not like it's like, yeah. it's not like medically graphic. They're just like Yelena is just very straight to the point. They pulled out my uterus and chopped it into little pieces. Mm-hmm. Essentially. Which you know, she's not wrong. <laughs> so uh yeah. So I but, have a right to be a little ticked with you. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. It's like you you sent you sent us back to that where they did that to us. I um, did not sign up for this. You just mm-hmm. went here. Take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um. So. Uh. But yeah. So then they got to reunite with with mom, uh, Malena, um, mm-hmm. who herself is a. A black widow in fact actually went through the what she say she went through the red room program three times three or four three or four well, times before she graduated boot, <laughs> yeah and then to boot alexi drops the buries the lead that oh yeah your mama she's Drakeoff's number two or right hand lady and this is like mm-hmm. yeah because she's what? she's the science she's the she's the scientist who figured out how they could chemically brainwash the Black Widows and make them more compliant. Mm-hmm. So it's like, she's super smart, mm-hmm. but she's using it for like the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, but that, well, that sets us up. Award for you. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it does set us up for like the, the, the I guess the third act, you know, with mm-hmm. the big confrontation with, yeah, Drake off and yeah. you know a lot of the a lot of the Black Widows we find out at the Red Room, um, which <laughs> I saw some people complain to like why is the Red Room a floating like station and I'm like hello, Shield has the helicarriers. This is not that yeah. different. No. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so and yeah, it, essentially the Red it, Room is it, is you know their equivalent of a helicarrier where it can be airborne and hide from detection so i mean you got to admit it's a pretty ingenious plan Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. where where are where are they not going to look (laughs) yeah exactly Exactly. either that or an underwater base but (laughs) that's gonna say that's even more cliche yeah yeah Yeah, or or volcano take your pick yeah well, well, it's so- it, it's Drake Soviets- off, It's not Hydra. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Soviets like to hide in plain sight. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I mean, Hydra did it within Shield for so long. So yeah, true. Yeah. 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 The 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 Red Room are like, hmm. Yeah. Smart idea. Hide in plain sight. <laughs> And to kind of go back to the family dynamic, Natasha is just so dead set of like, no, we aren't a family. I'm just like, face it, the way you guys are interacting, mm-hmm. you're a family. Yeah. Like <laughs> Natasha's, yeah. Natasha's like, she's trying to be so emotionally detached yeah. from these mm-hmm. people that were her family, even if they're not yeah. blood. They were yeah. her family for a uh, for a while there, um, 
but you know she's like you know that part of my life was then i've got a family now well she did with the avengers uh-huh. before civil war and uh- you know and everybody you know we were like you know team cap team iron man you know mommy and daddy are fighting um uh-huh. and uh so it's like you know she's she she's realized that you know every family that she's had has just fallen into has just crumbled Mm -hmm. so she really is trying to stay a one-woman show um no matter how much she really does uh need help um Mm -hmm. so i mean we we uh we get the the scene where you know after after she and Yelena I guess make up after their yeah. fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this yeah. is how we say hello to each other in Russia. Uh, yeah, is trying to <laughs> kick each other's ass. Um, <laughs> is uh, you know uh, Natasha's changing clothes and we see that she's just absolutely covered in bruises, yeah. and you know, it just goes to show that yeah she may be an Avenger but she's one of the human Avengers. Right. She doesn't have yeah. the superpower healing mm-hmm. strength. Yeah. She doesn't have the mechanical suit like Tony Stark does. She doesn't have magic like Doctor Strange. You know, she can't turn into a giant green range monster <laughs> like Bruce. Yep. So she is one of the human Avengers and she's alone it's her seeing with all those bruises and stuff that just goes to show how vulnerable she is being alone compared to the others because she doesn't have all she has is her training to rely on yep yeah because she doesn't have the special powers or special weapons or you know an iron man suit and things like that um and so I, I thought like that was her, a, I thought that was a good touch just to re, you know mm-hmm. remind her and even with the, the one when they get tracked down by some of the black widows and like that one falls and breaks her legs uh-huh. yep. and oh yeah. um and they're programmed they are literally programmed that if they are injured to the point where they can't I, uh, presumably because they don't really go into detail but I'm pres- presuming that they are programmed that if they get injured in a way that they can no longer do their job they have to commit suicide yeah yeah this is this is brutal it is is. is. yeah and i mean the fact that natasha was able to get out of this Mm -hmm. yeah just goes to show just how strong she is yep um, well and then too how and how she has morals <laughs> yeah, yeah how she has morals. Mm-hmm. and then how the red room has advanced with the times yeah because if she was able to get technology, out mm-hmm. yeah and break the and break the training the psychological training she had gone through then mm-hmm. drakov was probably like oh crap well if she can get out others may be able to get out so we need to step up the mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. brainwashing to something that's going to make it even harder if not almost impossible for them to break which is where they come up with the the chemical stuff the chemical stuff well and i think even the built-in trackers because i think earlier yelena had to cut into her thigh yeah when she breaked her her programming yeah she had to cut out the the tracker that was embedded in her thigh Mm -hmm. 
because you know because mm-hmm. the thing is is like they're fully aware of like who they are and what they're doing but they have no control right over yeah. it um so it's that's a scary thought <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, when you when you think about it um so so yeah we have to have our our, our you know our finale at the red room in the sky um we get uh again alexi trying to be yes. like he's in one cell and mm-hmm. natasha's in the other and alexi is like having this again trying to have this father moments he mm-hmm. tried to have one with yelena earlier uh reminding her of her favorite song don mclean's american, american pie, pie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so he keeps trying to have these moments where he's trying to be like a father to them <laughs> i love yeah. that it is adorable but he does it at the, all the wrong times <laughs> yeah yep. well and and then and then to alexi's chagrin the heart to heart that he thinks he's having with natasha he's actually having with melina yes who is, because is yeah because she and natasha <laughs> switched places um if we brought back the fancy mask Mm-hmm. tech that we've seen in civil war agents of shield falcon and winter soldier among other yeah. things uh, so and, that was cool and and then alexi thinks he has a calm but he doesn't yeah so, sorry we only had two comms <laughs> it's like what do you think this is leverage uh <laughs> yeah, exactly Yes. There's not 50 comms to go around. Yes. We have two. <laughs> we have two. Yes. You, you you don't you don't have Hardison sitting in a van somewhere trying to help you hack into. Yeah, exactly. So, so I could see Parker learning some moves from Yelena and Natasha. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and probably Elliot. Yes. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Yeah, so we, uh, and of course, Drakoff has to have his evil, evil villains. Evil. Yeah, the evil yeah. speech of evil. Yeah, it's like, oh, you know, look, look at my map of all my widows that are all over the world. Look at all the control I have, you know, all of the things I can, I can do. See, this ring isn't it pretty? It controls mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Tur- twirl that mustache, dude. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and uh, then we also find out that uh, his daughter also did not die in the explosion she was severely injured but he was able to save her and in the process put her in a suit and program her in this case more like a computer than a Mm -hmm. widow um and made her taskmaster master yep um which I don't know enough about Taskmaster as far as the comics are concerned. From what I understand, the abilities that Taskmaster is supposed to have, they did not expand upon enough in people's opinions. Like this character is supposed to be capable of way more. It's not so much that they made Taskmaster Drakov's daughter. It's just as Taskmaster, 
the character is supposed to be capable of way more than what they showcased in this movie. What Mm -hmm. what I have heard from, you know, fans of the comics and everything is it's the same kind of thing. It was the same letdown as when you found out the Mandarin was this, was what he was. And it was kind of, it was, it wasn't good. Yeah. Uh, Well, I mean, compared to the Mandarin, at least this, this character is still capable of doing things. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. Just way more. Like, like, yeah. Still mess you up, but not as bad as what I think the comic. Yeah. Like, one of the, like, they did, they, they, I think they kind of focused on, like, one of the biggest, most iconic things Mm -hmm. that the character can do, which is they can mimic any opponent's fighting style. Yeah. Yeah. Whether they're face to face with them or just watching video, because like we see when we're fr- when we first see the character, they're sitting and watching footage of the Avengers from yep. different fights, so that they can learn their their fighting style. Um, so, but it's like they took like that skill and just went with that and ignored all the others that the character is capable of. Um, so, eh, you know, we'll see. No, the the character may come back. Uh, you know she's she and you know she's also also chemically programmed on top of everything else. Um, so they cure her too, mm-hmm. and she ends up going with all of the cured widows because, of course, you know the at least the widows that are there get cured. Um, and um, you know. Uh, uh, and Natasha is finally able to get her revenge because <laughs> uh-huh. she's she's not at first mm-hmm. uh, because uh, part of the training even from her time in the, the Black Widow we program didn't know about yeah that uh, <laughs> her time in the Black Widow program is on top of everything else. They were all programmed so that if they were um, exposed to Dracov's pheromones, they physically would not be able to attack him, which, you know, so some people might be like, well, that's just weird. But if you watch the first season of Jessica Jones and know anything about Kilgrave. Exactly. I love that. I don't know if that was intentional. But to me, I I'm taking that as a connection to mm-hmm. Jessica Jones and, and Kilgrave's yeah. powers. So I am totally down for that. So <sighs> I loved it. So then Natasha has to give herself a broken nose. Yes, yeah, so you have off. to sever the olfactory nerve. <laughs> Because apparently it, just a stuffy nose won't cut it. Um, nope. And uh, they, they, yeah, then she is able to attack him, but isn't actually able to kill him that way. He ends up, the whole thing ends up exploding and he ends up dying that way. But hopefully, hopefully, we saw his glasses. True. So hopefully <laughs> that means he's actually dead and uh, then all the widows get freed um and uh the 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 
Natasha and her sister and her dad and her mom, you know, her little makeshift family, they have a moment and, um, you know, uh, Yelena, they, uh, they, they all take off with the, the freed widows, including Dragoff's daughter. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, the last bit of the antidote they have uh, so that in theory, Milena can probably replicate it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they take off to go, you know, all the widows are free. So now they, they have, they have free choice. They can decide what they want to do um, mm-hmm. at, at this point. And Natasha stays behind as, you know, <laughs> as Thaddeus Ross <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> comes barreling <Ooh>. up. <laughs> yep. And then before Natasha leaves, Yelena gives her that mess with all mm-hmm. the <laughs> Lots of pockets. <laughs> So, so they got over their their their, uh, their bitterness towards each other. The fact that their their family was really a lie, and now Natasha's like realizes like I had two families the entire time, mm-hmm. and everybody goes oh. And then I don't. How does she go from? Because it's you know she everybody else leaves, so it's just her. Ross comes with all of his cronies. But then at what what happens from there to the point where she is able to be because it's like then we get another time jump and it's only like two weeks and she's now got her uh, Infinity War hair, the short blonde hair. Mm-hmm. And she meets and, up with mm-hmm. Martha's face who has she, uh, she she meets up with Mason again. Um, mm-hmm. who gets her a better ride this time <laughs> the Quinjet yeah. that they end up using in in in, in Infinity War because <laughs> um, she's going to go bust Steve and everybody out of the raft um, yep um, yeah she's she's got one dysfunctional family on the mend <laughs> now she's got to save the other dysfunctional yeah family. <laughs> so I, I yeah I, I severely doubt Ross let her go so my oh, guess no. is that she just weaseled her way out of his grip again yeah he let him have a there. moment and think that he got her and then I was like or bye <laughs> or or maybe or Probably. maybe or maybe Valina or Alexi just hey nay nay yeah <laughs> run yeah <laughs> who knows she got she got out of Ross's clutches not that that's probably that hard because Thaddeus no. Ross is an idiot yeah um <laughs> he's a lightweight <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah this is why Tony yeah. Stark was going around record re- recruiting people uh yeah <laughs> and, not Ross. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, um, so yeah, and then that essentially that feeds right into Infinity War and Endgame, mm-hmm. and we know what happens both, yeah. in both of those. Um, so, and then credits, blah 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 blah. Of course, uh, and then then we get our mid credit scene, <laughs> which yeah. Until this point, the movie has not really been like, oh my god, you know, like mm-hmm. jaw-dropping like connections. Or there's some great connections 
to other right, stuff in yeah. the MCU. Like the pheromone thing, I'm totally taking that as a connection to, to Jessica Jones and Kilgrave. Okay. Uh, you know, there's the, the uh, obviously the connections to the Avengers with Drakeoff's daughter and Budapest and all mm. of those references, you know, the, the face mask technology, again, other MCU stuff, including Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, so I, I, there's lovely little connections to other parts of the MCU, which I love. In general, this movie is, it's not really one to move the plot along mm-hmm. because it really is a bridge movie that connects Civil War to right. Infinity War. Yep. Um, so there's not really... It, this is, it, it's a great movie. Unfortunately, Endgame and Infinity War set the bar really, really high uh-huh. <laughs> for the MCU as a whole. Uh, so it's going to take a hell of a lot to reach that same level of, oh my God, this is amazing. Um, yep. This is this is a popcorn flick is yep. what this is. This is wrong the, with that at all. Yeah, this is the popcorn flick, one of the popcorn flicks of the MCU where you just want to sit down and watch a badass character mm-hmm. do their thing that they do best. There's some great fight sequences. There's some great you know, explosions. There's car chases. There's shit being blown up. It's all this stuff yep. that you want where you just want to sit down and shovel popcorn in your mouth and be entertained for like two hours. Mm-hmm. and not necessarily have to think about oh how does this connect to this how does this connect to that mm-hmm. right like we have been doing with the mcu yeah yeah well i mean and a lot of it you know stems from the fact that well we you know we know we know how natasha's story ends exactly right. now we're just seeing okay. how it began yeah right in a, in a way in a way so, and yeah. the only part that we get the connection is that mid sequence. Yeah. That being said, <laughs> the uh, mid credit scene <gasps> was like, oh yeah, you've had fun for the last couple of hours, just you know, shoveling your popcorn and just enjoying watching Natasha be a badass. Yes. Okay, now we're gonna go back to the continuity of what's actually happening now, as far as the Marvel Cinematic is <laughs> universe is concerned, with flash forward to now. Yep. You know, essentially, <laughs> even though I technically we're still a bit away from where the MCU is uh-huh. in universe calendar wise, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> because of the the flat, you know, the five years in in Endgame, but we're getting there. But essentially uh-huh. now ish, uh, yeah, twenty twenty three ish, as far as the MCU is concerned, um, to obviously post Endgame, Natasha is gone. um, And we see Yelena at a grave. Uh Presuming that Natasha's body stayed with with Red Skull. (laughs) I'm thinking so. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So... You know, they had to just put up a headstone without having a body to to bury. But she's out in the woods, um, you know, out with nature near a tree. Um, I I, I was kind of hoping maybe that it would maybe kind of be the same tree where her mother, 
her biological mother is supposedly buried, but I don't think that's the case. I think it was more the fact that there's like, oh, let's bury, let's bury her quotes near a tree, mm -hmm. but make sure she actually gets a proper headstone, something that her birth mother did not get mm -hmm. because her birth mother was convinced to give her up because supposedly genetically, even as an infant, the red, you know, the red room program had decided that she was a good specimen. So uh, I guess they paid her mother probably a lot of money to, to give her baby up, but then her mother changed her mind and came looking for her and they ended up killing her. The red, you know, someone in, uh, part of the Black Widow program killed her so that she would stop being a pest, try to get her, her daughter back. Um, and Drakeoff is like, yeah, she's she's buried near a tree with an unmarked, you know, <laughs> unmarked grave. So it's like, and he's like, I don't remember exactly where it is. Um, so I think that was kind of the point. It's like, oh, look, she's near a tree, like her mother, but she's actually got a proper headstone so that it's not just like, you know, somebody's buried here. No idea who. We know, it, you know. It's like, oh, this is the final resting place of Natasha Romanoff. Um, and uh, so Yelena's there to presumably put fresh flowers, I guess, um, and, you know, just visit her sister. Um, and uh, turns out she's not alone. No. Paying her respects because a certain Contessa Valentina. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Allegra de Fontaine. With allergies. <laughs> yes. She's not crying into allergies. That's yeah. because she yeah. doesn't have feelings. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, has showed up and uh, Yelena's like, I thought I told you not to bother me while I'm on vacation, which means they already know each other. <laughs> and Yelena's been doing work for Val. I'm calling her mm -hmm. Val. She can come after uh -huh. us. Um, yeah. Has been doing work for Val, but it's supposed to be on vacation. But then Val's all like, well, but I've got an assignment for you. One I think you would really, really like. How would you like to take care of the person responsible for your sister's death? <laughs> Cleanses Yeah. It's yeah. like, wait a minute here, Chutz. That's not exactly the case. <clears throat> we know that uh, yeah problem is is yelena does not know that, doesn't know that. My whether val knows that and whether <laughs> yeah. she cares or not is mm -hmm. to be determined because val has she is working on setting up her own little group mm -hmm. which we saw that mm -hmm. with the end of falcon and winter soldier with cap not cap yeah, hashtag not my cap. Um, yeah. yeah, with his new outfit, um, mm -hmm. and apparently Yelena has been recruited to that little group working for Val. Um, but for whatever reason, she now thinks that Clint Barton needs to be eliminated, and I could almost guarantee that ah. that's probably going to be the plot of the Hawkeye series that we're getting later yep. this year. <laughs> yep. yep. And um, I just got a tension headache. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
<laughs> the reaction in the theater when they saw Clinton Valentina's, you know, oh yeah, she, little tablet thing. Your sister. Yeah, the tablet thing. It's like that's a bunch of BS. Yeah. <laughs> like no, no, he's not oh, responsible. Oh, she oh, literally oh. fought him so that she yeah. could die. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Problem is, we all know that Yelena does not. <laughs> yeah. We don't know mm-hmm. what Yelena knows. It's just like, um, Strange, can you do something with the mind transfer so Yelena can see what actually went happen- what happened from Clint's point of view? So <laughs> Something? Yeah. Or favor? Something. <laughs> but yeah, that as soon as Val, like the camera, you, know, you hear the sniffling and the camera turns and there's Val and I'm like, oh, what are you Yay. doing here? Like, all right, here we go. Yeah. And then everybody leaving, you know, like be talking, you know, chattering with other people. And I'm like, okay, everybody who does not have Disney Plus and or is not caught up with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is gonna be very confused. Yes. Yeah. Very, very confused. Wasn't this we would have all been confused if this movie had actually come out when it was supposed to, and it would have been. Supposed... Yeah. 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 Exactly. If, yeah. We all would have been confused, but the fact that this is, you know, the way things happen the way they did, it's like, you know, if you're not watching the Disney Plus stuff, yeah, mm-hmm. you're going to be confused. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> But just like, like, oh yeah, just in case you were curious whether the uh, Disney Plus stuff is uh, part of this continuity. Yeah, it is. Yep. <laughs> well, I kind of figured it was, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. But just in case you really, you know, you really needed confirmation. It's part of this yeah. continuity. Yeah. <laughs> But then we can we get to have a bigger discussion about continuity and canon mm-hmm. yeah. when we talk about Loki in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Oh boy! And stuff going boom. Um, uh, string theory, <laughs> bootstrap paradoxes, uh, wibbly wobbly, timey whiny. Remember, I mentioned that tension headache. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, Black Widow, great popcorn flick, still a good part, you know, a good addition to the MCU. It sucks that it took this long for Mm -hmm. her to get her movie, but better late than never. Um, And, yeah, Clint is, um, Clint's going to have his hands full. He's got a big old target on his back. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, we're just, there we go. Here it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all mm-hmm. wanted to know what happened in Budapest. We know what happened in Budapest. <laughs> they blew shit up. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which we could, we could kind of infer from everything that happened, especially yeah. given, like, when it was referred to, but eh, that's yeah. neither here nor there. <laughs> just, you know. Anyway. 
you know, they're in the middle of New York and stuff's get, you know, bl- buildings are falling and stuff's exploding and stuff's and, on fire. So yeah, a lot like yeah. Budapest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, although I would, I would like to know what Clint's point of view was it. Cause he, cause remember he says, well, you and I remember Budapest very differently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what but, he was doing. I, I like that we got his voice, but I kind of wanted a bit more see him, see him in that bit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Um, so yeah, that's Black Widow, everybody. Now playing in your theaters or, you know, drop 30 bucks on on Disney Plus to watch it streaming, however you decide to get mm-hmm. it. Well, mm-hmm. and it, it's, it's, it's done okay. All things, yeah. all, you know, all things mm-hmm. considering. So, I mean, it was... Um, uh, opening weekend, two hundred and nineteen point two million dollars globally. Wow! Yeah, um, that that does include Disney Plus, I believe the the premiere access. Yeah, that includes yeah. Uh, slightly over eighty million domestic, almost eighty million international, and sixty million of Disney Plus premiere access revenue. Um, it the weekend gross was within or exceeded various pre-release projections. Uh, Fandango reported that it had the most ticket pre-sales in 2021, surpassed other MCU movies like Doctor Strange and Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, It was the largest box office opening since the pandemic began, surpassing Fast 9. And it was the largest opening weekend since Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, which was pre-pandemic. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah, that would be interesting to get the numbers, too, to see how many people did in theater and then also did the Disney Plus. Yeah. Well, they figure, at least according to Wikipedia um, Mm -hmm. and their estimations, it was a about a little over a million households for Disney Plus, wow. cool. which at thirty dollars a pop, that uh, comes out to about sixty million dollars. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, but, if you if you pay for Premier Access, does that mean it's unlocked in perpetuity, or you just get to watch it once? You twice? get to you get to. I pre-ordered before my friend had called mm-hmm. and said, "Hey." thursday tickets yeah that i get it and i can watch it as many times as i want until october when they put it into the main in in general population in general population (laughs) yeah okay cool Mm -hmm. good to know Mm -hmm. yes well there you trust me i i i mom's just like how do i access disney Plus? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like you do this, you do that, you do this, and I come back because I was I rewatched. <laughs> I'm just like pick up where you left off or start from the beginning. I'm like I know what mom was watching mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was there. <laughs> like yay, good. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, all things, all things considering. Um. It, it's a win it's a yeah. it's a win for marvel it, it i mean it's yeah. it's not going to be black panther or oh, no. in you know end game or infinity war but yeah i it was never intended to be mm-hmm. so no so 
and we will see, we will be, you know, even though Natasha's story is done, we will be seeing more Florence Pugh as Yelena. So we got Yelena. that going for us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, please. Including in Hawkeye. So mm -hmm. looking forward to Hawkeye yeah, later this year, this fall. So this is going to be interesting if Barton's kids happen to be there. It's just like, you're Auntie Natasha's sister? Yeah, really. Yeah. 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 Wait, named after your sister. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then how Kate Bishop is going to fit into all of this, too. So, mm -hmm. as far as the yeah. Young Avengers, I, I would assume that probably, you know. Obviously, there's going to be a misunderstanding, and Clint's going to be like, why the heck are you trying to kill me? And he's right. going to have to convince Yelena otherwise, and by the end of it, they'll probably right. be friends, and she'll probably yeah. end up hooking up with Kate Bishop and being part of the Young Avengers, would be my guess. So. Yeah, and, th and then be coming in to Yelena. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> Groovy. Mm -hmm. all right well if any of our listeners want to chime in with their feedback on black widow or any of our other topics we've discussed today news and whatnot uh send us feedback our email address is fiveishfangirls at gmail.com and then if you go to our website which is the fiveishfangirls.com you can get links to our social media youtube and where to get your pod where do you to download the podcast and also ways to support the podcast as well so i encourage you to visit our website and again we thank you for our, for your support um whether it's through patreon or our our shops or feedback or commenting on on facebook whatever it is we're doing and uh yeah hope you all are doing good and enjoying your summer and for those of us in the northern hemisphere having summer and this insane heat wave mm -hmm. stay cool please stay. Mm -hmm. i'm i'm ready i was ready for summer to be over in june <laughs> but that's me yeah I agree. As much as I love the heat, even I have my limits. So. <laughs> yep. Indeed. So. Yep. So, all right. And just the last, yeah, last little bit of housekeeping. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's too well, hot. Rachel is complaining it's too hot. Yeah, really. Yeah. Um, that, uh, uh, as I mentioned, we are doing Loki in a couple of weeks because we will be off next week um, as Chrissy is going on vacation, much needed, I'm sure. Oh, um, gosh, yes. <laughs> and I have to, I will be out of town to, uh, hand, uh, involved with some rather important family related stuff. Um, and I will not be back uh, until mon next Monday evening. So um so yeah, we will be off next week, uh, but then when we're back, yes, we will be talking Loki. So we'll be staying within the MCU. Jet skis optional. Yes, jet skis optional. Nah, bring the jet skis. That was never mind. I'm not. That's one way to cool off. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. I'm, yes, that's what I'll get. I'll, if I remember, I'll get to that. Yes. <laughs> I have things to say about this one. <laughs> uh, continuity? What continuity? 
Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but we'll get to that in a couple of weeks. For now, we're going to sign off for this week. Oh, did Brittany drop off? Oh. I don't know. Well, she's still with us. She just might not have sound that's okay. cooperating. Well, so. Brit- Brittany says goodbye. And this is Chrissy saying goodnight from Salt Lake City. Yeah. This is Salt Lake from Wisconsin saying good evening. <laughs> And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. Great plan. I love the part where I almost bled to death. (laughs) There's Brittany. Yay! She made it back at the last second. (laughs) Oh, yay. Good times, good times. Stay cool, everybody. Listening to the Five Ish Fangirls podcast. You can find more episodes and information at thefiveishfangirls.com. Any and all books, movies, games, and any other forms of media mentioned are owned and operated by the respective copyright holders. No copyright infringement is intended or implied. If you wish to support the show, the easiest way is to leave us a rating and review. More ratings and reviews will make it easier for others to find the show. If you wish to support us monetarily, you can do so at patreon.com slash podcast. All money goes towards fees and equipment to keep the show going. For official 5ish Fangirls merchandise, visit redbubble.com slash people slash 5ish Fangirls. We love hearing from our listeners and encourage feedback. You can email us at 5ishfangirls at gmail.com. You can also like and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash 5ishfangirls. Thank you so much for listening and may the squee be with you.